Welcome everyone to the first episode of podcast presented by The Scholars Avenue. Today we shall be discussing about various aspects of open source programming and topics related to it. So along along with us today we have three guests Mr. Shivam Kumar Jha, Aditya Vikram Singh and Ms. Priti Tiwari. So let's have a brief introduction from you all. Uh, so I am uh, Shivam Kumar Jha and I have uh, done Google Summer of Code twice in my first year as well as in my second year. So I will be uh, talking briefly about uh, open source and more specifically about Google Summer of Code. Yeah, I am Aditya Vikram Singh, uh, also known as Zipnox. I have contributed a lot to Meta KGP and COS, and I am a member of COS and Scholars Avenue as well. Um, hello, I'm Smriti Tiwari. I'm a fourth year and I got selected into GSOC 2019 under AOSSI and I'll be talking about GSOC and my open source contributions. Thank you. So, since this entire podcast is based on open source, so can you Shivam Kumar Jab, like can you explain what this is basically? Yeah, so in the recent times open source is gaining a lot of traction, uh, but it's very simple stuff. Open source is just about, you know, uh, doing something, uh, making making some tools or, you know, even if you know programming or you don't know programming, it does not matter that much into just open source. And just making it available online is the point of entire open source. Like you do something, you create, you make it available online for people to use, modify, criticize, whatever they want to do with it. Yeah, uh, I would like to add that open source is a concept where you open the source code for everyone to edit. Uh, manage and like dis- redistribute. So that is the crux of open source. So we create a tool that is useful for many people and we make it open source so other people can add features to it, uh, suggest some bu- uh, suggest some other features, fix the bugs, etc. Uh, for me, open source is mainly important because it's free and uh, you can showcase whatever you have learned and learn in return. Okay, so that's cool. So. Um, a lot of pe- people are talking about this lately. So, is there any specific reason you want to? Is there any specific reason for this? Uh, yeah, as I said, that it's free, and uh, whatever you have to do in life, you can you know search it out on the internet and have code for it, or have uh, whatever previous work's been done available. So that helps you know f- to further you know revamp your work already pr- in process. Uh, these days mostly open source is gaining traction because a lot of companies are moving towards open source developers and hiring them a lot so the the main reason is that it uh, open source is basically a win-win for the companies as well as the developers uh, on the side of the company uh, you know you get free developers who are adding features to your projects and so many a times a lot of bugs get exploited or like before ex- getting exploited they get found out by people who are just there f- for seeing your code and for the developers it's a nice uh, you know it's a it's a it's a nice way to get acquainted with other developers who are from big companies as well as they have they got the learning experience on working on a you know really huge source code without actually you know developing it from scratch so that's a very big point for any developer so assume i'm making some software and i have put a lot of effort in it right so why wouldn't i just go make it get it private and what, what is this concept of open source about? I could just sell my software, right? 
Yeah, people <coughs> still do sell their software, but the concept of open source is like you cannot maintain it forever. You cannot like uh, after you pass it on to somebody else. So you you cannot expand the project on your own. Uh, and if you are not that uh, ex in a, as an expert on that specific field, you can always get help from other people in that specific software that you have developed. And then and then there are services that. help like they are specifically targeted for open source programs so if you are if your program is open source you get access to free services such as github pages and uh, things like that so you you do get a lot of benefits if you make a program open source and uh, also uh, so this open source thing is a pretty new way of you know developing software so these days a lot of people are selling individual softwares but a lot of them are also transitioning from selling their software to selling support services as well as you know premium features which usually people don't require but they are selling it so that you know there are some companies who want to pay for those premium features and they will get it and on the other side there are also support services where you have the software available as free but you know if you want to get support if you want people to set it up for you which is the case in case of you know large companies and all so these two methods are also gaining a lot of traction these days you know uh, business model so that's why these days a lot of more more and more projects are getting open source instead of you know individual selling so um, you mentioned you do a lot of contributions contributions to meta kgp and shyam you're also from cause and so what do you think is about the culture over here in our campus that is specifically like uh, our campus has a rich open source culture not exactly thriving but a rich open source culture we have a lot of programs Uh, that are targeted for students that they can make the students lives easier such as gift mftp and things like mfqp which is which is used by everyone and it is open source so we do have a good culture at kgp of open source but we have to like maintain that culture we have to like pass it on to the juniors uh, so i like to add that uh, like we have course in uh, kgp and they have this amazing amazing kharagpur uh, wonders of code and i think that's amazing to you know starters to contribute to like basic projects and that's really you know helping students to get involved in open source and uh, you weren't initially there in course rate right? no so did you find an uh, did you find it difficult to begin with open source or anything like that uh yes i mean i found it difficult because uh, I had no I mean I wasn't part of that society but later on they organized few you know camps or something so I took part in that and I got introduced to it so that helped So let's let's get uh, started about getting started with open source so are there any prerequisites that you need before getting started with open source like should I know four different programming languages or should I be familiar with some software or anything like that So actually uh my first open source contribution was actually a comma in a very big like good well known organization I was going to the source code and I realized that there is this comma missing and I actually you know yeah I actually forked the code and I edited the code with a comma and sent a pull request and I had no clue that would be merged but actually it got merged and I was super happy that day so you don't need to actually know a lot of languages Yeah adding on top of what Smriti said yeah basically you know your initial contributions to open source matter let's say even if you don't know any programming language on the on the fly you can just contribute with stuff that you already know 
just like smriti had a you know very minor first contribution i also had a very minor contribution that i edited the already existing google docs so google docs is open source and you can just uh, you know send a send a pull request to them and they will merge it so i found some bugs in the uh, you know some misspelling or something and i sent so your first contribution can be as small but yeah it matters a lot that you start at least in the beginning and then later on on the fly you can learn stuff keep doing you know deeper and deeper contributions yeah so you don't you do not need a, a lot of knowledge about different programming languages only a knowledge about a single programming language is enough and then learning a, a new language after you have learned already a programming language is quite easy it's not as burdensome as learning the first language and also you know open source contribution need not be just programming stuff like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hype these days about open source designing open source you know writing technical writing and all so you don't even need to be a programmer to just get started with open source <coughs> so basically what we understand is open source is not just about programming yeah exactly uh, just to add to this recently google started their google season of docs where they invite uh, you know technical writers to write for open source organizations and it does not require you to have programming knowledge yeah it requires a little bit bent of you know technical that you understand technical stuff but it's not just programming so smriti and shyam you had you, ha you had been a part of google summer of code could you just walk us through your journey over there uh so uh i started preparing for gsoc i think 8 months prior and uh, so i think in the gsoc journey firstly the problem was to choose the organization and um, uh, in terms of choosing the organization i had to choose my languages as in what sort of project i you know want to work on i was initially into game development and then so i wanted you know organization that I, that is helping game development so i went to the organization list the prior year organization list and uh, i found out few of my interests then i went to the codes of it and found out where i could possibly contribute then i you know jotted down three or four organization that i wanted to contribute on so like by the end of november i was set to one organization that was aossi that i wanted to work on so i started contributing actively from december Uh, to its various codes and adding new features or discussing whatever can be done to the project or uh, whatever features can be implemented and working on a you know pseudo code of it talking to the mentors about it what can be done and um, you know like contributing basically getting my edits merged to the base code code of the project and uh, yeah it took about you know four months to like finally get to a proposal so Uh, finally you have to like get a good proposal get a good proposal about how you're going to do it what you have contributed and how you're going to implement the features and i did a 29 page long proposal it was super amazing to get to that final day of submission and i finally submitted it and finally got in so yeah i mean this also requires a lot of effort but at the same point i think it's difficult from what i think is is because uh, you know everybody across the globe has an eye on the you know whoever has you know interest in that very particular project everybody is trying to you know make their best contributions so, so i had like lots of 
like lots of students uh, contributing on the same project so there was this huge competition every day as soon as the you know the the submission of the proposal was coming close there were so many people contributing so every day there were every day there were like new contributions made so you you get the feeling that you might not really make it because there is a one or two people who get into an organization so there was this you know rush about you know making the best contribution and excitement that you know yours is better or the other person's better or you know views regarding what can be done you know it was amazing to you know get points views about everybody who has made it you know as their interest to contribute so yeah it's an amazing feeling to even get started with it so yeah thank you yeah so uh, my jisoc uh, journey started when i started doing kharagpur winter of code uh, you mentioned about it smriti right a little back so yeah so kharagpur winter of code is organized every december by kharagpur open source society and it's it's pretty amazing so that's that's how i started with open source i i was working on a game dev project in python and uh, a lot of the mentors and especially the cos people helped me through it and then that's how open source started for me and then i decided that later in the january i attended the cos gsoc seminar and from there on i was like really yeah so uh, from there on i got really motivated by the seminar and after that i contacted a lot of my seniors who had done previously gsoc searched for orgs as smriti mentioned and then narrowed down to a few orgs and started contributing one by one to them uh, in gsoc as far as my experience goes i feel that what matters most is getting noticed uh, your way of doing that could be different your org may be using some other different way to you know judge you but at the end of the day what matters is you're getting noticed your pull requests they you're sending pull requests you're talking to the mentors you know you are brainstorming on ideas how you can you know complete the project so these things matter much more than you know what languages you know or what is your technical expertise getting noticed is by far the best thing you can do in your preparation time so since uh, the name cos and karakpur open source society has been coming a lot i would like to make an open disclaimer that they are not sponsoring us for this <laughs> but it would be really good because we are running low on funds but that's a separate thing so uh, you know gsoc as in google summer of code we, maybe we should have introduced what that is actually but uh, it's it's basically an inter, uh, s- s- some sponsored event where students work under various organizations presented by google but then uh, the thing that we see a lot commonly these days is gsoc is very openly associated with open source i mean people almost tend to take it synonymously as as if open source and gsoc mean the same thing what do you think about this so yeah i would like to agree to that because uh, the whole reason why gsoc is happening is because google thinks that open source is really important and they want more and more people to get associated with it now let's say take the example of our campus uh let's say you are a first year or a second year then the first question comes that why would you want to do open source right like why do you why would you even bother to get started with it you have computer programming which will help you in your internship through cdc op- uh, off campus internships don't take that much cp that much seriously but yeah on campus you have to do a lot of good cp so where would you get started so this is a, this is you know gsoc is a solution to this because once you are into open source you realize how much benefit it has and everything but from far it seems like a desert you know you desert that 
there is nothing to do in open source and i just just do cp and get a get a good internship and then a placement so google started with this program to you know get students to just have a taste of open source that you know what what are the benefits how your code goes through it the satisfaction of your code being used by a lot of people and that's how gsoc started and gained a lot of traction and became synonymous with open source so uh, gsoc is basically a way to motivate open source it has i mean it's just a way i mean it has nothing to do with open source as such but like gsoc is similar to rgsoc or foss or outreach there's so many of them so yeah i feel that they are not same but it's a way to promote open source okay that's uh, cool so what we understand is open source is not really gsoc and uh, both of them are both of them have the separate aspects of each other so what do you think i mean even there are like third years who have asked us uh, i mean even i'm sort of into programming but not exactly open source so i had some of my friends asking uh, even from third year when if they should get started with open source and this is this is sort of a common question asked by every single year guy so what do you think is there, is there something called a right time to start with this yes there is a right time right time to start with it always uh, and i would say it is now <laughs> today only <laughs> you should just go and you know go open github or bitbucket or whatever you feel like opening and then just go through some docs and make your first pull request so when you when you will see that your change whichever how minor that change is whether it be a comma as smriti said or it be any small thing right even if you are a semicolon and it goes live let's say on google docs or microsoft docs that satisfaction is just you know immeasurable like there is no you after that you will want to contribute more you will feel like oh i should try to contribute more in the docs after the docs you will try to you know find small small code patches and this is how you get started with open source the best time is now tonight go and like just send a random pull request which should be useful don't be a spammer like uh when you open github and go through any documentation as shivam said it may be feel daunting like you will uh, see a code base of the scale that you haven't seen anywhere in your life like you will see thousands and thousands of lines of code of which you do not make any sense of so the thing is to just perceive perceive through like perceive persevere through it read the do documentation follow it even if you do not understand at the beginning you will slowly get get to know it and that is the thing like uh in competitive programming or things like that there is an a level step up approach kind of thing but in open source you directly face the code base the entire large code base one of the ways that you, you can like escape this is say participating in kwalk so kwalk has a lot of projects that do not require a like a, a large understanding they are small projects where you can easily contribute a change and they do not like they do not have difficult issues per se so that is also a great way to like start open source and yeah matlab i i think i was not a little a little, little bit more confusing in my first statement that start by giving pull request to the documentation of some project let's say you are you know uh, reading something on microsoft docs let's say you are just you just want you're just going through a windows ka how to do something settings and then you find that a comma is missing there is a very high chance that documentation code is available on github and just go there contribute to the doc your first contribution matters and you know you have to create a ladder by yourself unlike computer programming no one has written that you know 
this is the first level of cp uh, this is the first level of open source contribution then there is second level you have to create that level for yourself according to your current level of you know knowledge um so for those who you know fear starting with open source i myself started actively contributing in my third year so uh, yeah there's no really like you know like you're missing out that you didn't start in your first year or say second year i started in third year it's it's no big deal you can start whenever you want to and uh, as uh, zipnox and shivam said your first contribution matter you can start with the documentation and uh, yeah there's no going back if you once you know you see you're, you're making actually change in the you know code there's no going back so yeah get started i'm not sure about our listeners but i really do feel motivated to do my first contribution today <laughs> we will so we will get to no don't worry okay <laughs> so uh, l- let's talk about the ratio in campus as in we already know the gender ratio is quite low and uh, wh- wh- what is the scenario in our, our campus with re- with respect to open source contributions as in do girls actively participate or uh, is this ratio still low given the ratio is already already lower of course i mean i don't see a lot of girls contributing not lots of girls contributing but you know there are like hacktober fest and you know fest that are organized and i've seen girls wearing the t-shirts so they have actually contributed so it's definitely going on a positive side no, this list is just so yeah open source is completely gender neutral there is no like bias or anything in open source in in, in yeah I, I, including in campus like if you are a girl or you are a boy it doesn't matter you just go online and code and c- contribute there is no like barrier to any gender over there and to provide a you know equitable ground there are a lot of programs which basically you know promote exclusively girls participation and s- give them scholarships for contributing to open source so it's a it's i would say f- compared to a boy it's a little bit easier for girls to start with open source but then taking the first step takes a lot of effort because there are not a there are not a ex- lot a lot of girls existing who do open source so finding mentors etc becomes a little bit tough but once you know they have once they have decided to do open source it's a little bit more easy so you guys have been promoting cost for a lot of time <laughs> so what do you th- do you guys have any programs like do you uh, do anything f- that improves girls participation or do you plan to do any uh especially for girls i i don't think we have any plans especially for girls but we do it for the whole kgb community and everyone is invited to join in our programs like we uh, conduct a lot of workshops one of them is get and get up which is going to be happen this happening this week yeah so we do not have any barriers over there so we would like promote girls to come to our programs but we would don't have anything extra because we do it from our side we do not have any sponsorships we do not have any money that we can spend specifically for girls even though there aren't any barriers like don't you think you, they should be promoted as in because as we already discussed yeah. there aren't a lot of people doing this in girls that is mm, yeah so for the promotion part the max we do is that you know if uh, we find out people who are already doing stuff let's say like smriti or some other girl who codes and we try to you know tell them to educate other girls through just for an just for an example uh, you know in the assimilation program we had a in the sn hall uh, through pujita we did an open source awareness program uh, you know night sort of 
stuff where all the girls were called and they were told to how to contribute to how to you know apply for gsoc and things like these so we try from our side to do whatever little bit we can do given you know our circumstances sure so uh, a lot of people associate uh, competitive programming as as a sub, you know like a competitive programming comes in comes into a lot handy when it when internship seasons are going on so uh, and uh, even you have secured an internship in mercari recently just by open source contributions and all so do you do you want to comment something on this uh, this is shivam <laughs> yes yeah, so i am shivam thank you <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to mention that i was referring to you shivam <laughs> i understand i understand so uh, mostly what i would like to say is that you know in india this thing is very bad or like demotivating to people i am not in any way saying that competitive programming is bad or one should not do that you should do it like a sport as you play you know table tennis lawn tennis whatever you play just do it like a sport but uh, what i see is that many people just do it for the sake of getting good internship or like getting good placement that thing is kind of hurting so in foreign countries for example i secured as you mentioned in japan so in japan or like let's say us i also did uh, you know interviews for two us companies there there is a lot of focus on your actual development skills which are highlighted very well through open source itself so uh, you know in us in colleges as well they have you know uh, career fairs where people are you know people are asked to interact with the developers who are actually the hiring managers and developers and then they are given ta- on on site task or asked on their contribution these things should be more encouraged in campus rather than just you know selling students in cdc which is how it goes right now that you have some students you know you shortlist some students on based on some random skills then you shortlist more then you have interviews which were just cp questions are asked like in my interviews the questions were based on simply just the projects i have done what all experience and there were a lot of you know behavioral questions rather than technical questions so these should be more encouraged rather than just having cdc and cp so have you guys had any advantages with your open source uh, profiles so far um, yes uh, so i've also been applying for like companies outside india so yeah they discuss about projects that i've done on github and you know they try to you know like make out what i have contributed or you know likewise so yes i've been very much into benefit with that yeah like my previous internship was in finbox in bangalore and uh, a lot of help came from open source uh, like they saw my profile on github they saw what i contributed what projects i did and then they specifically focused on the front end which was good for me so they they got to know that i was a good front end developer because i did open source in that specific field so that is why i got my internship another important factor that open source helps you in is like when you make contribution when you interact with other people from other organizations you make connections basically so these connections help you a lot in securing interviews with really good companies like through these connections itself i secured a a co- interview call with google mountain view so these connections which you make really matter a lot through open source so um d- let's discuss something we already discussed a bit about career pers- perspective so do you think someone can act actually get a proper job out of this J- just for the pr- sake of career perspective discussion 
yes uh, there are many perspectives and uh, so like one of my senior actually contributed to into it not to mention but uh, actually contributed into it yeah aditya and uh, he actually made it into the company the the owner of the co- source code actually you know recognized him as an active contributor and saw his contributions and actually called him for an internship and he got a job also ppo yeah he got a ppo also so yes there are a lot of perspective and i don't understand what is an improper job matlab kritik so uh, apart from yeah so the, there are a lot as i told you a lot of companies outside india host you know open source bounty hunting or open source hunt, uh, open source contribution races where you know the top 3 people four people are called for interview or even they give direct direct internship or placement based on a contribution apart from that there is a lot of scope for freelancing in open source a lot of organizations use open source code and let's say x organization finds a bug in the code now they don't want their own developer to you know learn stuff do it make a pr etc so they hire open source developers who will do that bug fixing or you know feature addition on their behalf and then they pay him simply and that is like quite a high pay for india at least so uh, when we were polling in questions on what to what questions should be disc- what topics should be discussed on this podcast we had this one guy who very actively said we ha- we need to ask if the open source contributions can get us money i don't know why he wanted to do that, do that but he specifically wanted it so let's just d- talk about that can this get you money it is not a straightforward answer basically so your open source it's just like asking a question that does doing a does studying in kgp ga- give you a job or like give you money no right it just builds you the skills which will get you the job or no it doesn't make in kgp but theek hai it's like <laughs> which so learning anything it's open source contribution is like learning anything and just talking to people these things matter because they help you make connections as well as they are living proofs that yes the thing you are talking about you know those stuff these help in making money but does not you, like it's not like ki, you know you get 1 dollar per contribution or something like that that is not true yeah i agree with shivam i mean you do it every day to get the you know the gist of it and like you keep yourself motivated to contribute every day i mean you can get internships and jobs but not like money every day sure so on a concluding note when can we know that we are good at open source when you have made your first pull request you know you have started with open source and when you start writing good commit messages and good pull request messages you know that you are good at open source so open source is basically it's not about being expert at python or you know being expert at any particular language it's about communicating well with people so it teach so open source teaches you also a lot of team skills and how to communicate well when a lot of people are working on a code so when you write good pull request when you write good commit messages people will already appreciate you and you know they'll say like yeah that's a really impressive pr message or like pr description and that's when you know that you're good at open source yeah i totally agree with shivam when you start getting responses for your contributions whether it is helpful or what changes can be made yeah that's when you know that you are a good contributor so is let's just end it over here but would, is there anything that you want to say to uh, to our listeners 
we will all be watching Kritik's GitHub for his first contribution tonight. <laughs> Let me try. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't hype open source as such. Just do it like routine based or something. Just like how you use Facebook. It's not a big deal as such. Okay, guys. So that's the end of today's podcast. Hopefully, as Shivam mentioned, I'll try making my pull request today. But I guess I'll be successful. <laughs> Let, let's hope. So that's all. Thank you. Uh,